Ho, 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 ho. Hello, everyone. It's me, Father Christmas. What am I doing here, I can hear you ask. Well, I guess this is Christmas come early, because this is the new season of the Potter Vision podcast coming to you. Ho, ho, ho. All that I ask is that you like and share the podcast Go on iTunes and rate us five stars. Leave us a nice review. Ho, 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 ho. Here's episode 18. Bye. Hello, 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 and welcome once again to the Pottervision Podcast, the show where every week Tom Lawrenson and myself, Lucas Kirkby, we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books. It's episode 18, and I'm thrilled. I am buzzing my little head off. Yeah, yeah. Because we're starting <laughs> book two, Chamber of Secrets. Oh, oh and it's chapter one. The worst birthday. Wow. Wow we Tom, how are you feeling? I'm alright, I'm alright. It's uh I'm excited. We've done a book. Can you believe we did it? We did a book, we did it. I've been riding on the wave of success, and uh, I've not done any preparation for this week. <laughs> Some might say, you boys, there's something wrong with you taking uh, 17 weeks to read a children's book. <laughs> hey, well, if you think that's long, it's going to take us 18 weeks to read the next one. <laughs> hey, yeah, but yeah, I'm well. How have you been? How's your week been? It's been all right. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but when I walked in, I had a new coat on. You didn't notice, did you? Did you? It's a big one. That black one? Yeah, because... <laughs> Whoa! You know, Whoa! I can't believe I missed that. I can't believe Such an eye-catching black coat. Who's that guy in the black coat? Hey, it's me, Lucas Kirkby. Normally, you know, I wear a very thin white coat. Yeah. And my girlfriend and my mother have been worrying about me getting cold yeah. in this wintry weather. So Martina bought me on ASOS a big... Winter coats. You're liking it. And it's thick. Do you know what I am? Now, yeah. I get very hot normally. I'm a very hot person. Hot boy. So I was a bit worried about wearing a big coat to get hot, but it's been all right. Mm-hmm. It's been quite nice to wear. Right, oh. Yeah, because my mum's always wanted me to get a big coat. She bought me one once for going to Paris. Yeah, yeah. She goes, you're not going to Paris <laughs> with that blue coat you've got there. So she bought me this big, thick one, and I hated it. It was like wearing one of those pop-up tents. Mm. It was horrible. I wore it for Paris, and then I never wore it again. Was it a zip-up? A zip-up, but it was like a big, puffy thing. Mm. And it stayed in the understairs cupboard for years. And uh, they don't. They, these two just don't. They don't want you layering. You can't wear a jumper and a coat with them. Yeah, but I don't wear jumpers, do I? When have you ever seen me in a jumper? He's right. He's right. <laughs> He's right. I never have. So I've got this big, thick coat, and I'm happier for it. Good boy. How have you been this week, Tommy? Been all right. So this morning, oh, yeah. I woke up right. Yeah. 
And uh, I thought, hey, it's Sunday. Yeah. Doing a workout. And after that, I'm going to yeah. treat myself oh, yeah. to a delicious breakfast. Oh. Right. A lot of, most Sundays, I have pancakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> exciting. Every Sunday, I have pancakes. Mm. American style, mm. blueberries, syrup, and some peanut butter. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tom, oh, peanut butter, it's not, that's, that's too dry to have pancakes. It works with the syrup. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I got a waffle maker for Christmas, yeah. I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Who was? Martina. Me too. What? <laughs> hey, I thought that was a special gift just for me. That's funny. So you I, got a waffle maker. Yeah. yeah, and previously I've tried using pancake mix in it. Yeah. And it's been all right, but I yeah. thought, hey, do you know what? This isn't yeah. like the pancakes I've had. No, the no. waffles I've had yeah. in restaurants. Yeah, they're normally potato aren't no, they? No, 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 oh, no, no. They're, they're normally yeah. like crispy. All right, yeah. 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 Uh, and so I go on the internet <laughs> and I find a recipe. Yeah. Delia's crispy pancakes, oh, right? Yeah. You can't go wrong with Delia, surely. You cannot. Well, you can. Did you? Yeah. What happened? So I'm reading the ingredients and I'm like, are you sure about this, Delia? Yeah. I'm putting all the uh, ingredients in and she's like, four cups of oil. And you're like... What? Oil. (laughs) And let's just say it was a sloppy disaster. I followed this recipe to a T, right? Yeah. Uh, And the worst thing about baking... Yeah. ...is that if it goes wrong, not only... Is it a waste of time? Yeah. But it's a massive waste of money as well. Yeah. I ain't getting that oil back. It's a big... And oil is very expensive. There's a lot of people that make millions and millions of pounds just with oil. Yeah. Have your pancakes been... No, waffles been going. I hate to tell you this. I've not tried it yet. Yeah, yeah. But we will be getting it out soon. I was a bit disheartened because when she said it's a waffle maker, I was annoyed that it wasn't in the shape of smiley faces. Oh, really? Which are the waffles I used to like as a kid. Good boy. So, yes. Well, Tom. Yeah? Are you ready? Oh, yeah! For the first ever Chamber of Secrets chapter rundown. Give me that rundown. So, Harry is back at number four, Privet Drive, with the Dursleys. Hogwarts seems like a distant memory. He's not allowed to do magic. All of his stuff is stuck in the cupboard under the stairs, and Hedwig is trapped and locked in her cage. And this is the cause of an argument between Vernon and Harry at the breakfast mm-hmm, table. Mm-hmm. He shouts at him, it's all not very good. And worst of all, it's Harry's birthday. Mm. And they've completely forgotten about him. Why have they forgotten about him? Well, because Vernon is very preoccupied. Because tonight he's got the Masons coming round. Yeah, yeah. Mr and Mrs Mason, they're a rich building couple and he's hoping to make a big sale with his blooming drills yeah so they've got a dinner party all set up so harry's outside he's got all sorts to do he's painting all sorts he's doing the flower beds and suddenly he sees a big pair of yellow eyes looking at him through the hedge green Green. (laughs) Hopefully that doesn't come up in the quiz. (laughs) Next thing you know, Dudley's coming out. He's winding him up. I knew it's your birthday. I knew it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah. Harry threatens him with a bit of magic, then gets hit with a frying pan. Or or an attempt at, anyway. Yeah. And he comes back in as a cheese butty, and he's sent upstairs. He's going to sit on his bed, but there's something already on it. Move it to the side. And that was <laughs> the worst birthday. 
you know what? I'm not going to say it this week. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Boring, boring, yeah. boring. It's not what a chapter. <laughs> it is just a, a chapter. chapter. <laughs> a chapter. It was a chapter. We're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. We're back with a fizzle. The last chapter we read yes. was a bit too exciting, so we yeah. can't compare it, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. There ain't no two faces yeah. in the uh, Dursley household. No. These three faces. Yeah. Vernon, Petunia, Petunia. and Mutley, Dudley. Mutley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's the come down, isn't it? You know, we've had such a yeah. peak. It's like when you binge watch a series. You've been at a festival. Yeah. You've been doing drugs. You've been doing drugs. Now you're back at work, crying at your desk. (laughs) (laughs) Back at number four, Privet Drive. But I think that's the danger of, you know, like binge watching series. Yeah. Like in the old days, you'd watch a series, you'd get to the climax, you'd be like, whoa, amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'd have a year to, like, get excited about the new series. Yeah. And... When you've waited a year, the first episode, you don't care what happens. You're just like, wait, it's Harry Potter again. Or, you know, oh, this is all happening. You know, it's the characters that you know and love. Whereas we have foolishly, some (laughs) might say, we've chain read these books. (laughs) We've gone straight from the last chapter of the first book into the first chapter of the second. And I think that's why we feel a bit like, oh. Back to normality. Perhaps, but what we have not had for yeah. 17 weeks mm-hmm. is a taste of the Dursleys. Oh, I have missed that on my taste buds. We're out of Hogwarts. We're back into mundanity. Yeah. You know, we are back into the interpolitics of a <laughs> boring little family. <laughs> and I, for one, am thrilled. I, for two, am thrilled too. <laughs> Change your tune. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the Dursleys. Yeah. And do you know what I got on this chapter? I've never had this thought before. Come on. But without Harry, they are actually quite a lovely little family. Absolutely. I know that Dudley is a little brat, but mm-hmm. I don't remember any part of the books where they argue with each other, <laughs> nope. where they disagree with each other, <laughs> where they insult each other. Yeah. The three of them are actually a lovely little family yeah, unit. Absolutely. Some might argue, oh, but that boy, they let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yes, they're instilling confidence in him. Yeah. If you raise a child yeah. telling it no all the time, yeah. this kid's going to take no from anyone. Oh, yeah. I can't do this, can't do that. Dudley's going to go into the real world, yeah. like, running. He's going to hit the ground running, and he's yeah. going to, you know, he's going to have his own drill company. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to succeed, I think. The confidence of this boy. Yeah. I think, it, you know, it just dawned on me. It's like, you know, they... Petunia thinks the world of Dudley. Yeah. She loves everything he does. And Vernon's Vernon loves him as well. <laughs> and I just thought, actually, without Harry, this would be a gorgeous little family uh, <laughs> that he is actually ruining the lives of. And you've got to feel you've got to feel sorry for them. Yeah. Because they've just had, you know, nine months without him. Yes. They've had nine months without him. And they've gotten into a groove. They are. We're finally being who we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I, because I'm assuming that Smeltings is a boarding school as well. I guess so. The school that Dudley goes to. Uh, I'm guessing Dudley went back home for Christmas. 
But I feel a bit sorry for the Dursleys because it's not as if they've had that nine months with Dudley. Yeah. So he's coming back for the summer as well. And they want to be, you know, mothering him. They want to be spoiling him, treating him, going out to places. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not as if they've had all that lovely quality time with him. Yeah. And now Harry's back as well. And some might say, but oh, quality time, he's a bad kid. He's done nothing in this chapter. No. From what I've read, turn these pages... Good little boy. Good, yeah, he wants Good. a bit more bacon. <laughs> Why not? He could have said please, let's Good be honest. Good little boy. The chapter starts <laughs> off, right? Yeah. Vernon, for the third time this week, yes. had been awoken yeah. Yeah. from a loud hooting noise coming from Harry's bedroom. Yeah. In no way, in nowhere <laughs> in the chapter does it say that was Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that if it was just Harry going, Listen, I've been there. I've been 12 years old before. (laughs) You're 12, you got your own room, you know, you're going to be doing some hooting in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's got them sweets. I can't remember what film it is. I think it's either the third or the fourth film where they eat the sweet and then they make the noise of the animal. third, I think. Maybe he's got a big bag of them, but it's just the owl version. No, I think think he's just going stir crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to talk to Hedwig. Even though Hedwig can understand everything he says. Uh, hey, look, I want to speak your language. And then um, he's at breakfast going to Vernon. I know, it's Hedwig's fault. I'm sorry, Vernon. Maybe if you let her fly, Hedwig's up there going, I've not made a sound. <laughs> Harry, I know the rules, pal. It's yeah. you who's hooting. <laughs> I, I do get why Vernon is, is angry about this. Yeah. Because this is going to be immensely triggering for mm-hmm. Vernon. After last year's thing of the owls coming through the post box, down the chimney, invading the house. He went crazy. So much so that he went to a hotel, Mm -hmm. went to an Airbnb Mm -hmm. on a a hut, on a rock. I think having an owl just in the house... Because I think birds are quite frightening in general. They scare me a bit, birds. Indoors. A bird... He's going to try and pet your eyes out. Yes. I've never seen it, yeah. but they've got them perfect beaks for that purpose. Yeah. yeah. And especially an owl, because it's when they're, they're all right until the wings flap, and then you realise how enormous they are. Like, I don't know if you've ever been attacked by, like, a goose or Have something. You? No, no, I've had, like, <laughs> I've had, like, them come towards you a bit and, like, go bugger yeah. off. Go on, you're starting, yeah, you're starting. You're starting, they've got the perfect neck for that. You want some? You want some? You want some? I'll give it yeah. I'll give it yeah. Um... So, yeah, I agree. You know, suddenly he's got an owl in his house. I would much prefer one of the other ones. I would much prefer a cat or a toad than an owl in the house because they are scary creatures. Yeah, and it was irresponsible, if you think of it, for Hagrid to buy him that owl. Yes. If you had a child and I bought him a pet, you'd be like... You've ruined me life. <laughs> yeah. How old do how long do owls live for as well? It must be at least like ten years. I know. That room has got a stink. Yeah. It's gonna have oh so many gosh. pellets on the floor, <laughs> dead mice that have been eaten. Because what's it being fed? Because it's got to be I'm sure owls have got to be fed like live Yeah. Live rodents. My goodness. Very bad. But so Vernon is stressing out about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we get a glimmer of, like, uh, Dudley being a good boy, right? Oh, yeah. Because uh, all this commotion's going on, you know. You want to shut the owl up, blah, 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 blah. Um, Let him out. Uh, No, I can't let him out. I know what you'll do. You'll send magic messages. And Dudley goes, oh, it's getting a bit tense in here. Yeah, yeah. It's getting a bit tense. Bring it back to breakfast. Hey, can I have some more bacon? It's fantastic. <laughs> he's British, you know, he's trying to detract from the argument. And I love it. 
you know, if somebody's arguing, you just go, oh, uh, can you pass me the toast or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Yeah. He does yeah. a burp. Oh, this will get him laughing. Burp. <laughs> <laughs> and he's having more bacon. Mm. Petunia is worried about the food at Smeltings. Mm. And this just made me think, you know, what, what were your school dinners like at school, Tom? Did you have nice dinners at yours? They, um, it was funny. So I started, uh, I came, moved back from Spain, went mm-hmm. into a primary school in year five. And I just assumed you got school dinners. So I just lined up and started eating school dinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently you had to pay for school dinners. In UK school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't, they weren't free. <laughs> yeah. They weren't free. You'd like, uh, and I was going like months and then like, I think one of the teachers clocked on like, because I didn't know the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for my mum just thought, oh, I was coming back every day fed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then you racked up a bill or did they just let it pass? I think they just went, oh, from now on. Yeah. But in Spain. Yeah. We're talking five course meals. My goodness. Not like culinary, like, you know, yeah. no, maybe three course meals. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, um, no, actually, they were delicious. Yeah. But like the ta- the tablecloth was paper. Yeah. You know, they just roll out and then yeah. you get rid of every day. Uh, first course would be something like uh, some, some cheese and meats. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, main course, you might be looking at like paella. Yeah. And then Oof. dessert, ice cream. Yeah. A bit of cake, something like that every day. Yeah. Wow. But what about burger and chips? <laughs> what, you what about burger and chips? <laughs> I remember we, cause we used to have like burger and chips and something like that every day or spag bol or something at our school. Yeah. But then everyone got excited because our school were getting pasta king. Yeah. And it's like this pasta company where you can have pasta in a pot. And people got excited about that. Primary school or high? This is high school now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people got excited. It's pasta in a pot. And there's different flavours, different things you can get. Did I ever tell you about the time? So in high school, I'd have packed lunches. My mum would take, give me, like, you know, sandwich, yeah. Mars bar, yeah. bottle of Coke or something. Oh, yeah. Very sugary. Mm. <laughs> but, I used to... Oh, go on. But what I did is yeah. um, I decided that I was going to start saving the Mars bars up. So I take the Mars bar every day. Oh, and yeah. when you're like a... 12-year-old kid, you're a bit weird. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'll hide this in my pillowcase. <laughs> so I'll put it, I'll put it in my pillow, like God. the, the yeah, you know, yeah. the bit closest to the mattress. Like James Bond with a yeah, gun. Yeah, and I'd saved up, <laughs> I think I'd got about 14 of them. Wow. And my mum found them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going to change my bed and she went, no, you can't have all these and just took them back and then they got rationed out again. <laughs> no! That is the ultimate uh, disappointment of that plan. <laughs> Well, I used to get packed lunches. I did I did dinners for, like, the first couple of years, and then I was packed lunch boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I used to give it away, because I never fancied any of it. So. What, what was uh, Mama Kirkby making? It was my dad would make me sandwiches. Daddy Kirkby? Daddy Kirkby made me packed lunch. It'd be a cheese sandwich with ketchup in it. Disgusting. Carry on. Uh, I'd like <laughs> it. Uh, there'd usually be, like, uh, a packet of crisps. Ketchup in it. Yeah. Uh, what else would be in it? A biscuit... Ketchup on it. And maybe a piece of fruit. <laughs> ketchup ketchup on, it. on it. And just a Lick tomato. off the ketchup, give the fruit away. Give the fruit away. <laughs> but I was never very hungry at that time of the day, so I used to just like hand out. She'd be like, do you want this sandwich? And then the big greedy boys Say, just have it. You've handed me a cheese and ketchup sandwich. I'm going to beat you up, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful prank. And then I'd come home yeah. with blood on my lip, which <laughs> my dad would mistake for ketchup. <laughs> And all would be well. <laughs> I'd got rid of my sandwich. He thinks I've eaten it. Yeah. yeah so, I, you know, I felt bad deceiving me, mum and dad for years on that because I didn't, never used to eat all of my packed lunch. Ah, they'll get over it. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. They'll get over it. 
Yeah, Aunt Petunia, maybe yeah. like your parents, she oh, yeah. stares at Dudley with misty eyes. Oh, she does. She's worried that they're uh, not feeding him enough at yeah. the smeltings. Yeah. And Vernon's like, nonsense, I went to smeltings and I never went hungry. Mm-hmm. And he's a big fat lad as well, so... Yeah, he's he must, a big boy. He, he must not be lying. Yeah. We get a comment on how big Dudley has grown. Yeah, I, you know what? I was expecting these comments <laughs> in these chapters. I thought, back to the Dursleys, back to the fat shaming. Yeah. And go on, off we go. What did we get? Dudley's bottom hangs over both sides of his chair. Right. <laughs> this boy's 12. <laughs> I know, and Harry mm. is wistful for his time at Hogwarts. He's yeah. missing it all. Yeah. He's missing the four-poster beds. Yeah. He's missing the Quidditch. Yeah. It's 14 players and it's six hoops. <laughs> Do we need to know the rules of Quidditch? I feel like half of this chapter is just recapping what's happened it in is. the first book. It's a big recap. I bet uh, I bet you're wondering what the Dursleys uh, next look like, were you? <laughs> no. No, no, we don't need that. <laughs> we just need the main plot points. I bet you wanted to know how big uh, Dudley's arse is, dear. No. <laughs> don't well, you remember? Well, I'm going to tell you three times. <laughs> Chapter one, the worst birthday, is essentially just like previously on the Harry Potter show. A little bit. Yeah. Harry is not enjoying his time no. back here, right? No. Uh, all of his stuff mm-hmm. is locked under the yeah. stairs. Yeah. His books, his wand, mm-hmm. everything, right? So he's yeah. unable to do any of his stuff. He goes, do the, do the Dursleys care that uh, I'm going to lose my place on the Quidditch team. No. Do they, yeah. do they care I'm not going to do any of my homework? Yeah. No. Can I just say, Harry Potter can manage to sneak around Hogwarts yeah. undetected. Yeah. 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 He can, you know, kill people. He yeah, can get yeah, past yeah. trolls. He can yeah. do whatever. Yeah. But he can't think of a little plan to do a bit of homework. It's really It's hard, locked it? away. There's nothing I can do. You can't <laughs> do it. It's just because that key's going to be somewhere. Yeah. Find the key. Well, Annette, you could find one in the middle of bloody a thousand keys flying around. Yeah, You could exactly. find it in number four, Privet Drive. I think he's just feeling a bit down. If there was a troll under there, maybe I'd have a look. But <laughs> because it's just a bit of homework, oh, there's nothing I can do. Sorry, there's nothing I can do. What is the point? But when it said, because it says, yeah, they keep his broom, they keep his cauldron, they keep mm. all of his books, they keep his cloak, all of his robes are in there. Suddenly, this cupboard under the stairs sounds like quite the spacious area. (laughs) My goodness, last, you know, first book. This sounded like a dark, dingy hole where only Harry could fit. Spiders were there. I'm going to fit all of his equipment in it, my goodness. Well, you could get Vernon in there too. Yeah, oh yeah, Harry and Vernon. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Now, Harry accidentally says the word magic, Mm. which... uh, Questionably is described as the M word in this chapter. I, I was listening to the audiobook. And it does not sound like the M word, Stephen Fry. <laughs> because you get uh, Stephen Fry going, Do not say the M word in my house. Yeah. And I'm like, eh? <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Go on. Is number four, Privet Drive, a detached house? I think it's detached. Okay. Well, few. <laughs> because if that was a semi detached house, the things the next-door neighbours would be hearing. You know, they'd be ringing social services, you know. Uh, they're keeping him in a cupboard. Uh, they're not letting him out from downstairs. I've heard mention of the M-word. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go round? <laughs> I'd be very concerned if I was yeah. their neighbour. It's funny. Uh, 
Everyone's startled. Yeah. Um, Dudley falls off his chair. The ground shakes. Yeah. Yeah. Dudley's described in this chapter, she says, she calls him a blonde porky boy with blue eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking... Imagine the casting for the film. That yeah. casting call that got sent out. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? We're looking for a little porky pig type. <laughs> and imagine being the mother and agent of your agent of your son. Yeah. And going, hey, you're a porky pig type. <laughs> hey, could be for you, this one. What's the description? Doesn't matter. Come on, come on. I've got an audition for you. Oh, yeah. It's for the film yeah. Harry Potter. <gasps> Are you thinking leading role, mummy? No. No. I'm thinking fatty roll. It must I'm be thinking sad. sausage roll. <laughs> it must be sad because it's so many like, especially, you know, in old films mm. where there's a character whose only purpose in the film is to be ugly. Yeah. You know, this is an ugly person or something yeah, like that. character actor, yeah. Just like, wow, you know, what a thing to be. But I think what confidence to be applying for that. Well, imagine being one of those, because I know uh, the author like had a lot of people in mind for a lot of these roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what's he called? Hagrid, he plays. Uh, Robbie, Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. yeah, she was like, oh, I want you to play Hagrid. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, tell me about the role. Well, he's a great, big, fat alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's me. <laughs> and I think you'd be perfect for the job. Yeah, because I think Snape was... I think Alan Rickman was personally... Selected yeah. for Snape as well by by J.K. J.K. Yeah, so yeah. it's hard to sympathise with Vernon sometimes yes. when he's being so cruel. Mm-hmm. I can deal with Harry not being allowed to do his own work. Yes, yeah, because they're so afraid of magic. Because yes. and he does like threaten him doing his little fake spells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But keeping an owl in a cage for yeah. a summer, ooh. It's not nice, is it? That owl's going to come out rabid. Yeah. It's going to come out mental, and it's going to go for someone's eyes. Yeah. And what's the big deal about letting the owl send messages to friends? Yeah. Because I'm assuming that Vernon has accepted the fact that Harry's going back in September, mm-hmm. when he can talk to whoever he wants, learn whatever he wants. What is the harm in sending messages is, is he worried about that? Well, they are terrified that he's plotting against them in some some case, isn't he? Yeah. They don't want anything, like, magical, like, yeah. you know, touching the house. Yeah. And they, I, I guess they think, oh, he's going to invite someone round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah, going to yeah. embarrass them in front of the neighbourhood. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting because if Harry... I know that, well, there's the issue about not getting any letters from Ron and Hermione, which we will talk about. In a bit. Mm. But Harry is hoping to go to the borough to visit Ron and family. Mm -hmm. I would think that would be ideal for the Dursleys. You know, if they knew that was the plan, I -hmm. think they would love to get rid of him for another extra two weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm. Not sure. Not Um, too sure. Yeah, but he's back. (laughs) It's funny, so Harry's gone from the fame of Hogwarts, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Everyone was like, wow, legend. Yeah, yeah. Saved the school. Everyone knows who you are. Yeah. And you've, you've, like, killed a man. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of us coming back from Edinburgh <laughs> yeah. in September. Because in Edinburgh, you know, we get a little taste of... We do a show every day. We see people every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we, we do get the occasional, you know, love the show, all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, people stopping you in the street and stuff like that. And suddenly we're back to work. Where people are like, oh, you're doing your comedy, are you? Yeah, oh, yeah. That'd be good, thinking, oh, I don't know, we're just being daft. 
And I think that's what Harry's feeling, but on a much but bigger scale. To work, and he said, "This made me laugh." This line where this where it said, um, "He's back to being treated like a dog that's rolled in something." <laughs> Is it rolled in something smelly? I yeah. Was like, <laughs> and you can imagine a dog in your room that's yeah. like rolled in its own shit. Yeah. And you're like, "For fuck's sake!" Yeah, yeah. We have to keep this dog because yeah. we've taken it on. Yeah. But I don't have to pet it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pet it. I'm not going to do anything more mm. than feed it and let it live here. And they've forgotten his birthday. Let's not forget that today is Harry's birthday. Hip, hip, hooray! They've forgotten his birthday. And they don't uh, normally, do they? I don't. Do they? I think they normally give him something. No, they don't. They give him something at Christmas. On his last birthday... He was um, in the shack yeah. where he drew a little birthday cake mm. on the floor in dust. But I thought he used to get like Vernon's old underpants and stuff. Mm, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, any, I think that's mean that they've forgotten his birthday. The parents yeah. have at least. I know that Dudley hasn't. No. Dudley has not forgotten his birthday. Mm. And I think it depends how you read this chapter uh, yeah. as to how you want to perceive uh, Dudley. Yeah. Because I read it like this, you know, Harry's looking yeah. out the window and Dudley comes up and says, hey, I know what day it is. <laughs> and Dud- and uh, Harry's like, what? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Because it's your birthday. Have you got any cards from your friends? And yeah. Like, no, I've not. Yeah. Why are you rubbing it in my face? I'm going to set this house on fire. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dudley, who had a present behind his back that he was about to give to Harry, but as soon as the house was threatened to be burnt down, he thought, well, I'm not giving that to you. <laughs> you can't have a present. I've come out into the garden to give you, wish you happy birthday. Mm. Everyone's forgotten, but I've remembered I know what day it is. <laughs> I've remembered what day it is. I've got you a present. There is on one. Yeah, he's threatening arson. You're not going to have, you're not going to have what I've offered what I've bought you. You never know, you know... Dudley's got to turn a corner at some point, yeah. surely. Um, <laughs> what I love as well yes. is, we were talking about in previous how they are a nice little happy family. Yeah. But they even include Harry in that. Yes. Because sitting down at a table for breakfast yeah. is a beautiful thing with your family. Yeah. They could be in front of the telly. You know, if you wanted yeah. to portray these people as like bad, you'd stick them in front of the telly. You yeah, 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 yeah. But no, the sat at a table discussing. And what are they discussing? They're discussing a dinner party. <laughs> They're going to throw that night. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. And, you know, I would be preoccupied as well if I was mm. Vernon. If this is going to be the biggest deal of his life, you're going to be thinking about that all day. Yeah, yeah. and they're all planning their positions. I so, love it. Uh, what, Dudley, what are you going to do? I'm going to take their coats. Beautiful. Yeah, fantastic. If I came round your house, yeah, yeah. he said, Tom, my boy, yeah. uh, throwing a dinner party, yeah. I want you to come round, right? I turn up. At the door, a little fat lad. He yeah. took taking my coat. Yeah. I'd be, I'd buy at least one drill off you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it wasn't my son. <laughs> you know, in the days leading up to you coming round, I'd be knocking on my neighbours' doors. I'd be like, let's have a look at your son. Bit too thin. Knock him on the next door. He's perfect. Get him round to mine Friday night. He's going to take coats. He's going to compliment the guests. <laughs> I'd absolutely love it. 
Um, the people coming round are yeah. called the Masons. The Masons. Do you reckon that's a nod to the secret society? I think it could be. Yeah. My granddad's a Mason. Mm. Um, but it's all, I, I always thought it was a bit dodgy, the Masons. You know, like, uh, I don't know much about it, and I'm scared to talk about it on a yeah. public platform. Really? In case... I don't, I don't know. But I think it's like... It's like yeah. a club, isn't it? But I think they do... Do they help each other out financially? I think... Um, I don't know. No, they just, like, you know, keep keep jobs in the community, don't they? Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know I'm not anything to do with them weirdos. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, guessing, I think it's I'm like, guessing, you know, if you're a lawyer, you'd yeah. use a, a lawyer that... No, if you needed a lawyer, you'd use one that's a mason. Yeah. If you're a mason, write in, you weirdo, and tell us what your secret <laughs> handshake is when you're in your secret club for men. <laughs> hey, we don't want to lose any followers. If you're a mason, we love you. Uh, but because the word mason is another word for a builder, isn't it? Yeah. You know, mason, masonry, all that kind of stuff. And I think the uh, the symbol for the masons is like a compass. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all about like architecture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it makes sense that they'd be builders and they're called the masons. They're all handing out their jobs, and I found it hard to feel sorry for Harry at this point yeah. because he's feeling so sorry for himself. Mm. Dudley goes, "Oh, I'm get. I'm not. I'm. There's no. There's." He doesn't say in this chapter yeah. if Harry's not invited to this uh, dinner yeah. party. We only just like assume that, I don't know, maybe maybe they've said, yeah. Harry, we don't want you there. Or maybe yeah. they've given him an invitation and yeah. he said, no, I don't want to. You know, because... <laughs> what are you going to be doing, Harry? I'm going to be in my bedroom pretending I don't exist. Well, suit yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love how we twist these <laughs> suit our own propaganda. This well-oiled dinner party sounds fantastic, right? Yeah. They're going, oh, we need to think of some compliments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a planned compliment is a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come around here, and I've got it cocked and loaded that I'm going to tell you, I know, something. I think you're a fine writer and an excellent performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd you'd be pleasured with it. I'd love it. And do you know what? The guy, the little lad from Three Doors Down, yeah. when you're coming round, you know what he's going to say to you? Go on. He's going to go, lovely yellow Crocs, Mr. Lawrenson. <laughs> I love them. I go, I'd say, Mr. Kirkby, put me down for another drill. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have sold three by the time. Well, generally, if you, had little, if you had a little porky pig around your house, <laughs> tell me that he's, I'm his hero, <laughs> I'd be on yeah. cloud nine, I'd be dancing on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because I think to say that, so, but like for me, that was the ridiculous one. You know, you know the Petunias ones are quite good. You know, Vernon tells me you're a wonderful golfer. All right, yeah. he's good at golf. <laughs> Where did you get that dress? You know, that's a typical compliment you'd you'd make, isn't it? Yeah. But for Dudley to say. In school, we had to write about our hero, and I wrote about you, Mr. Mason. <laughs> if I was Mr. Mason, I'd be like, "What? You you wouldn't do? I don't know, Nelson Mandela? I or, uh... Nelson Mandela? <laughs> why, why would it not be Nelson Mandela? Or like, uh, I don't know, Martin Luther King or Gandhi or somebody? Somebody inspirational? <laughs> if I was fucking Greta Thunberg? <laughs> if I was, <laughs> we're. At... 
I'd love this. I'm having dinner with a family. Yeah. And a little fat lad goes, I wrote about you, Tom. Mm. I'd be like, excellent. Yeah. I'd be like, what did you say? And I keep picking. Did you write about my long yeah. hair? Yeah. Did you write about my good looks? Did you write about how funny I am? Yeah. Yes. Good, good, good. <laughs> good. Can we get this boy some more food, please? <laughs> and if that was me, I would want a copy. I'd be like, well, can you photocopy that and send it to me? Because I would love to read... Three pages about me. <laughs> if a grown man told you he was his hero, you'd be like, oh. But if a fatty did it, I'd be like, cool, whatever. Kids get wrapped up, don't they, in people. Like, they get obsessed <laughs> with... Uh, <laughs> that sounded a, an awful image. But, you know, they, they, get, they get, like, obsessed with, with, one with thing, adults or yeah. one thing or adults, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I was at a car boot once. Yeah. And there was just this little girl. Yeah. I think she's about... <laughs> I don't know. She's a little chubby girl. Yeah. Must have been about nine or something. Can I just say, you're doing more fat shaming than J.K. Rowling in this episode. <laughs> but she was walking around. Yeah. And this was in, like... This is before any like recent movies or whatever yeah this would have been like I don't know maybe yeah. even 20 years ago but there's yeah. this 9 year old girl yeah and she was wearing maybe yeah. not 20 minutes 15 or something yeah. wearing a t-shirt with Freddie Mercury's face on yeah <laughs> and, and on the back it, it had yeah. Freddie Mercury yeah and she had a bum bag that said Queen yeah <laughs> it's just mad isn't it I remember people who were obsessed with uh, you know Steve Irwin oh yeah it's just like you know like with a crocodile hunter t-shirt or like you know the yeah. crocodile whatever you think why would you ever have a Steve Irwin t-shirt just because you like or, the programme even worse even yeah. worse them little kids who are like oh Michael yeah. Jackson I love Michael Jackson yeah why do you like Michael Jackson he's not had a song out for yeah fucking potty mouth potty mouth <laughs> you know no do you know yeah. Like, I think a lot of parents put it on their kids. Yeah. Like, when little kids are like, oh, my favourite film's Back to the Future. It's like, no, no, your dad's favourite film yeah. is Back to the Future. Because your dad's a nerd. <laughs> and he's got a, and he's making you a nerd little son. You know I, mean? I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you? Or does your weird little dad like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm going to be that dad. <laughs> My kids are going to have dark t-shirts, yeah. snooker t-shirts, country music t-shirts. Do you know what my kids are going to do? What? Listen to every episode of the Pottervision podcast. <laughs> Ron and Hermione. Yeah, yeah. Right? They've not written to him. Right? All summer. And isolation, mm. in many ways, I've always said this, is a worse thing for a person. Yes. Because if you stay inside your own head, yeah. you agree with yourself. Yes. You've got no one to bounce ideas yes. off. I'm not putting it down to Ron and Hermione. No. It's easily done, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've not written to them, albeit because your uh, owl is tied up. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tied yeah. up. <laughs> caged. Uh, your owl's yeah. caged. Yeah. But, mate, it's six weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the forgotten your birthday. Come on, pal. Yeah. We're 12. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think me and you have ever... Well, I mean... I don't know when your birthday is. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. But I wouldn't know the exact date. But, like, yeah, yeah because yeah, it's yeah. not that important. No. And it didn't used to be that important to you, Harry Potter. Yeah. You've changed. Yeah. I, I want to put to Harry Potter, mm. when's Ron's birthday? Mm. When is Hermione's birthday? Mm. Bet you he doesn't know. What did you get Hermione for Christmas again? Oh, nothing. Yeah, that was it. That's what you got, Hermione. Maybe she's remembering that, uh, Harry Potter. Maybe she's remembering that. <laughs> Did you ever have a pen friend? 
Someone that you wrote to as a kid? Uh, no. No. Did you? I didn't, but my sister did. Yeah, yeah. Now, it was part of this... We used to go to Sunday school yeah, uh, yeah. as little kids, and my sister obviously was older than me, and she was part of this scheme where you would write to, like, a poor family, uh, and she used to write to this girl in Romania... And it all started off, like, very nice, you know. Hello, you know, what do you like? Who are you? All this kind of stuff. <laughs> and then, and then... I'm assuming what do you like is your sister's first letter. <laughs> the returning letter was, who are you? Hi, <laughs> what do you like? Who are um, you? And it was all fine, happy days, yeah, they were yeah. friends, whatever. And then she got a letter once that was like, hello, diddle diddle da And it was like, oh, you know, because I think my sister had sent photographs to say, like, what she looks like and the family and stuff like that. And um, the girl sent a letter back. She goes, oh, I'd love to send you photos of my family, but I don't have a camera. I don't mm. have a camera to take pictures, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the next thing, my sister sends a parcel, which has got, like, a little camera yeah. so she can send pictures, right? Next thing, she gets a letter back. Oh, we'd love a TV. We've not got a TV. <laughs> and she, they started sending, like, letters asking for TVs and, like, you know, like, hair dryers and stuff like this. And uh, my sister just stopped replying because uh, it turned into this odd situation where they were just asking for, asking for luxury items. I love that. I've loved that. So that was years ago. I think my sister I'm, was only about nine. I'm guessing it was a disposable camera. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like a Polaroid type thing or uh, something. Dispo- yeah, the, the, like, you know, one hour development yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, this is camera's nice, but you know what's better? Yeah. A million dollars. <laughs> but I think you could tell that it was like the family that were telling her what to write and stuff like that, is it? <laughs> She's just there writing the letters. Uh, hey, ask for a toaster. Ask for a toaster. <laughs> Thing is, though, you don't ask, you don't get. Well, exactly, you know, and uh, they didn't get, mm. they did ask. But, yeah, you know, but a, a funny situation to be in. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I've never had a pen friend. No. Uh, if you'd like to be my pen friend, uh, I'll give you Lucas's address and he could give the letters on to me. Fantastic. <laughs> I will be the middleman to this lovely pen friendship. Ha- go on. They want Harry out of the way. Yeah. Why don't they use Mrs Fig? The babysitter. If I was them, you know, this is going to be the biggest deal of my career. Because he's promised he's going to be quiet. He's been quiet a few nights so far, apart from the hooting. Yeah, I'd have that owl out of the house for a start. <laughs> yeah. I'd have somebody looking after that owl, and I'd have somebody looking after Harry. Get mm. Mrs Fig on board. What's she doing? Mm. Mm. That was my question. You can't, you know, she's not employed by him. She can't do everything for him. Harry mm. wants, he, he's looking for anything from the magical world. Yeah. He'd even be happy to see Draco Malfoy, he says. His arch nemesis. What? Your arch nemesis? <laughs> the boy that you don't really like at school? Or is... no. Your arch nemesis is Lord Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Voldemort's listening in through the scar. Going, What? That's supposed to be me. How am I number two on your list of enemies? Now, you might have tried to kill him, Baldy, but Draco, he threw a remember all. (laughs) What, at you? No. On the roof. (laughs) What? Was it your remember all? No. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's mad to think of Draco as his arch nemesis. But yeah, he's just he goes, all I want is some kind of connection to the magical world to prove that it was mm. real. I'm spending the weekends wandering through shopping centres, hoping to be bowed at by a man in a violet top hat, hoping to see somebody in a green cloak. <laughs> but alas, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Where's Doris Crockford when you need her? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> he's just in some local, uh, like, Asda. Yeah. Walking up to a man who's just dressed a bit funny. Yeah. Don't mind bowing at me, would you? Eh? What? <laughs> hey, you must be a wizard. No, no, just into steampunk. <laughs> you must be a wizard. No, I'm just a gimp. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, Dudley's bum keeps falling out. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a big boy. He is, yeah. He's comfy eating. Yeah. He misses his cousin. Yeah. He's, you know, Harry's going back to Hogwarts soon. He's going to miss him. Yeah. He's having to eat so much to distract, yeah. uh, the, like, you know, from Harry, yeah. all the negative attention he's getting from his parents. Yeah. You know, they're all screaming, hey, look at me, I'm eating yeah. more bacon. You know, yeah. like. yeah, yeah. It's not his fault. Um, I love about literature in general mm-hmm. that two people can take a completely different view of the events from reading the same text. <laughs> anyway, next point. <laughs> I do love these narratives that that we're imagining, Dudley. No, I think I think I'm right in thinking you that. Think... Listeners, if you are on my side, yeah. write in and tell uh, tell us, Team Tom. Um, right. Know, Go Sorry. Dog on. It also said, it was only their terror. They're on about the Dursleys worried about Harry doing magic. Mm. Yeah, and it says, it was only their terror that he might turn them all into dung beetles that stopped them from locking him in the cupboard under the stairs with his wand and his broomstick. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Harry wants. That's what Harry wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why would you ever put him in with all the magic stuff? It's like putting a, a gunman in a gun shop. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's a good example. Thank you. <laughs> a gunman in a gun shop. A baker in a bakery. Baker in a bakery. Yeah. A candle. In a butchery. A candlestick maker in the candlestick makery. Yeah, exactly. There's a poem there somewhere. But yeah, why would you put him in? Why is it only their terror that's stopping him? Stopping mm. him? Surely it's their prejudice. Yeah, uh, hatred for him. Mm. Harry's uh, distracted. He's trying to keep out of the way, and he's yeah. sat on a bench and he's staring into a bush. Oh and yeah, he sees these two green eyes looking yeah. at him. I thought two things this could possibly. Yeah, Lily Potter, <laughs> his mum. Yeah. yeah, or some traffic lights. <laughs> <laughs> two, but it would have to be two traffic lights, wouldn't it? Yeah, to have two green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe one Lily Potter winking <laughs> and one set of traffic lights. <laughs> um, he comes in the house after his day of jobs. They've got him cleaning the car. Definitely done a crap job. If you hired... he's done a crap job of everything. <laughs> yeah. What What has he done? Let, let's uh, Let's read what he's done. He's cleaned the windows, yeah. washed the car, mowed the lawn, <laughs> trimmed the flower beds. Pruned and watered the roses and repainted the garden bench. He couldn't have done a proper job of any of those because <laughs> repainting the bench properly, well, it's going to take an hour to paint for the first coat. Yep. Then you've got to let it dry. Yep. Then an hour to paint the second coat. Yep. 
How is it you can't be doing all these and things? A properly. little boy yeah. cleaning an estate like a car, yeah, yeah. like a Ford Mondeo or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that is his his body's tiny. Yeah. His body's absolutely tiny to clean a whole car inside and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sun's gonna be going down and then back seats are gonna be wet. Yeah, all, you know, he's getting ladder out of the garage to clean those top windows <laughs> on the top floor. It's a lot to do, and yeah, he, he cannot have done uh, a good job. I think I think he's doing one job, yeah. and uh, Aunt Petunia's having to keep giving him another job to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she goes, right, you, you can clean, the, you can paint the bench. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, done. yeah. And he's come back ten minutes later, done. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's used magic, hasn't he? Nope, he's just fucking fucked it up. He's just done a terrible job. Now, Dudley comes out, winds him up. Yeah. He thinks, I know what I'll do. Is I'll uh, <laughs> pretend I'm about to do a bit of magic. Mm-hmm. Right. The words he uses are ridiculous. Go on. So he goes, oh, I'm going to wind Dudley up. He goes, oh, I'm going to turn this bush on fire. Jiggery pokery, hocus pocus. What else you say? Squiggly wiggly. <laughs> right. For, how are you getting away with that? that? Those are the most ridiculous words ever. But also, Harry Potter... How do you know that this isn't some magic spell that you mm. are saying? Because the worst curse yeah. in the wizarding world sounds very similar <laughs> to abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. him saying jiggery-pokery could easily cause a lot of damage. Hocus-pocus. <laughs> him knocking on the kitchen window. Aunt Petunia, um, I've made Dudley disappear. <laughs> You know, he could have easily gone, oh, I'm going to wind Dudley up here. Abracadabra! <laughs> oh, I've, uh, a green light came out of my fingers and I've murdered him. <laughs> he just gets on a bus. Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to be going now. Uh, uh, they're going to put me in a board stool. <laughs> and, go on. sorry. No, go on, go on. I'm interrupting you. Petunia. It, it, Dudley goes, oh, Harry's doing you know what? Harry's doing you know what? And it says, mm. as neither Dudley nor the hedge were in any way hurt, Petunia knew that Harry couldn't have done any magic. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? What do you mean? So the hedge and Dudley weren't hurt. He can't have done any magic. <laughs> he could have, I don't know, levitated a ball. He could have, I don't know, moved something across the... Across the lawn. How do you know he's not done any magic? Anytime Vernon starts screaming. Yeah. She runs up to Dudley's bedroom, looks at him, and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Runs out the front door. The hedge is fine. <laughs> Vernon, don't worry. He's not done a thing. The hedge is fine. Dudley is fine. The next door neighbours are dead. <laughs> but it is fine. Do not worry. Harry has not done a dicky bird. Yeah. So, his jobs are done. Yes. He walks over newspaper um, through to the kitchen. Yeah. um, Where he spies tonight's dessert. Oh, yeah. He spies tonight's dessert. Whipped cream and sugared violets. Vernon, mate, your wife's fucked it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? If If someone put that in front of me... I'd be fuming. Because <laughs> what? What is that? I'm expecting, uh, like, I'm imagining, like, a, a pantomime custard pie <laughs> with 
Palmer violets, <laughs> like, pressed into it, maybe in a circle, <laughs> round yeah. the sides. Yeah. So, like, imagine this. We're at a dinner table. I'm loving it. Oh, drills. Oh, I know what he wants from yeah. me. He wants me drills. But you know what? This hospitality, this boy taking me coats, <laughs> this hero... Oh, this ham has been delicious. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And then you put that in front of me. I'll be like, Vernon, get your pig to fetch me coat. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't sound appetising Whipped cream and crushed violets. Nah, mate. What are we imagining? <laughs> is, it, is that like a meringue? Or is it literally just squirty cream and some sweets? <laughs> But we're setting something up, aren't we? Mm. You know, as mm. Chekhov said, don't show a gun in Act 1 if you're not going to fire it by Act 5. Mm. I have a feeling this dessert's going to show up sometime soon. Um, Harry's dinner sounds quite nice to me. Cheese butty. Bread and cheese. Love Pl- Plowman's lunch. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Lovely. They're cutting it bloody fine. Because they don't want Harry to exist, and yet he is still downstairs by the time they arrive. They are knocking on the door, and Vernon is like, Harry, get upstairs, and remember, boy, don't make a sound. Mm. Now, I don't know how soundproof your front door is, but if I'm knocking at the door, and, you know, and usually the front door has frosted glass, so you can see shadows... So I'm Mr. and Mrs. Mason. I'm knocking on the door. I hear muffled sounds of, Remember, boy, don't make a sound. Don't say the M word. (laughs) And then I see the shadow of a little boy going up the stairs. I enter the room, you know, enter the house, and we see Dudley, Vernon, and Petunia. (laughs) Who's the boy upstairs? Um, Nobody. (laughs) Oh, right, okay. Just wondering, Vernon, are you where someone's vandalised the front of your house? A shit job on your bench. Yeah, he's car, been spray painted. Your car's been scratched. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I think Harry's only not invited to dinner because they don't want the Masons to get too attached. Yeah, do you think so? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be too interested in his life. Mm. But I think actually, a little sob story about Harry might endear the Masons to. The Dursleys. If Harry was sat in the table, go, oh, who's, who's this? You've not mentioned him before. Oh, he's our nephew. Mm-hmm. You know, his mum and dad, they sadly died when he was one year old. Mm-hmm. And we took him into our home. We've looked after him as if he's one of our own. I think the Masons would be like, that's lovely. Well, you know the Dursleys. They can't yeah. help themselves. They can't. If the potters are mentioned, yeah. they have to be like, oh, the lowest of the low lives. Yeah, that's uh, true. Lay in the gutter drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your parents, Harry. Magic doesn't exist. <laughs> what? Nothing. Over to drills. Harry goes to his room. Yeah. And he goes to sit on his bed, but he couldn't because someone was already sitting on it. Trouble was. <laughs> Weird phrase. Trouble was. Yeah, it, it came across as very camp, the narration of that. <laughs> Harry went upstairs to sit on his bed. Oh, trouble was. <laughs> Thing about that was, there was somebody already on the bed. I'd scream. <laughs> I would. I'd scream. I'd say, help! I'm a little boy and someone's in my room. I yeah. don't care you've got a dinner party. Yeah. I'm a little boy and something's going to happen to me now. Funnily enough, that is the first line of the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this because it's a cliffhanger, isn't it? 
mm. who's on the bed. And I was, I was thinking back to the first book, The Philosopher's Stone. Apart from, like, the penultimate chapter, I don't remember that many cliffhangers. Maybe Hagrid arriving at the shack. Doof, 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 yeah. doof, knock on the door. I don't remember that many. Like, each chapter used to be its own little story that used to have a beginning, a middle and an end. Whereas, I don't know, maybe this is the sign of things to come. More cliffhangers! To get us excited. Have, um... This, this is a lead-up to a dinner party, this chapter. Yes. Have you ever made a meal for someone? Not not as in, like, uh... You've thrown a dinner party? No, nothing like no, that. No. I made you a meal once, which I think yeah. you've mentioned before. Have I? Where the know. vegetables were frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and watery. Yeah. Yeah. No, just... I've never, um... No, I've never hosted anything like that. If you were to throw a dinner party, yeah? Yes. I was the guest of honour. Yes. Right? You wanted something off me. Yeah. What are you doing to impress me? Classic roast dinner mm. with all the trimmings. I'm going for chicken dinner. Mm. Mm, gravy, mm. roasties and mash. I feel like you've made the, uh, the, <laughs> the fate lara yeah. of throwing a dinner party to impress yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm not. Everyone loves a roast dinner. You like roast dinner. Well, it's all right. Uh, it's all right. What would you... Right, well, I, don't, I can't make that many meals. I did try a risotto the other week, yeah, which I'm... I mentioned to you. That went well. Yeah. Spag bowl, maybe. Yeah. Make spag bowl. Or uh, a sweet and sour, or like a stew. What about a stew? Do you know what? You're very generous. You're one of the most generous people I know. No. That's Paddington Bear. (laughs) 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 Um, um, You're one of the generous people, and it it wouldn't be uncommon for you to get a takeaway in. No. Would it? But that, I think that would be because I'd be nervous about my cooking skills. If I was worried about you, I would 100% rather take you out for a meal yeah. and buy you a meal, then cook you one. Mm. 100%. Very generous. Well, I don't know. Right! Yes, boy! Right. How many... Yeah. How bloody many... Oh, yeah. How many, many, many... Yeah. Whipped cream and crushed violet cakes are you giving this chapter out of five? Um, we said it at the beginning and I'm going to stick with it. It wasn't amazing. Yeah. It felt like a, a recap. Just, mm-hmm. you know, this is what happened in the last uh-huh. book. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I do like the stuff with the Dursleys. I like, I like their plan for the, yeah. for the Masons arriving. But to be honest, that was about it. And I feel like, you know, we need to come into this book with high standards. I'm not fascinated or amazed by this chapter of the book. Mm. And I think I'm going to give it one. One mound of whipped cream with sugared violets out of five. That is crazy. It is. One. One. For me, I read this chapter. Listen listen to the audio book first, right? Oh, yeah. And I went, okay. Then I read the book, the chapter. Yeah. And I went, okay. Oh, yeah. Then I listened to the audiobook chapter yeah. a second time. Yeah. And I went, okay. Oh, right. And I thought, you know what? This chapter, it's got what I like. It's yeah. got the Dursleys. Yeah, yeah. And they are being themselves. Yeah. Unapologetically mm. themselves. They're having a dinner party. They've got the boy who they love. And yeah. they've got their rules. Do you know what? These people know themselves. You've got beautiful boy, Dudley. Oh, yeah. He's rolling about, <laughs> falling on the floor. Yeah. You know, he's belching. <laughs> he's trying to cheer up his cousin. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, Harry's doing his jobs and he's being a naughty little boy, winding up his cousin. Boys will be boys. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I like this chapter. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give this chapter five no! whipped cream crushed violet cakes out of five. You are insane. <laughs> and uh, that by, by you know, uh, rule of elimination, that is the biggest gap in ratings between us. <laughs> Polarising opinions. Right, now, are you ready for my new segment? I'm not, because I didn't know there was one. New segment? Yeah. Tom's Riddle. Oh! <laughs> I love the name already. Tom's Riddle. Tom's Riddle. I love this. Tom's Riddle, okay. Ready? You ready for the theme tune? Yeah. Hey, diddle diddle, Tom's got a riddle. The cow jumps over the moon. The little dog laughed to see such fun and the dish ran away with the spoon. <laughs> Very good. Did you write that yourself? <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> okay, a right. riddle. Okay. A riddle for you. Yeah, yeah. Right, and it's based on the chapter. I love it. Right. Okay. Some say I'm hard to keep hidden. Yeah. yeah. Especially because I'm a biggin. Okay. Right? Some say I'm known to shake the ground. And I'm even more so going to make a sound. Uh, some say I'm frequently in the bog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and some select few know I used to be like that of a hog. Yeah. What am I? You are Dudley Dursley. I'm Dudley's bottom. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was more specific. Yeah. All right. Is there a prize for Tom's Riddle? No. No. But I enjoyed it. And can I say, you are a very talented poet. <laughs> Let me just uh, finish with the theme tune. Oh, yeah. Hey, diddle, diddle, Tom's got a riddle. The cow jumps over the moon. moon. Oh, yeah. Will you be quiet? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, diddle, diddle, Tom's got a riddle. The cow jumped over the moon. The little dog laughed to see such fun and the dish ran away with the spoon. There we go. Now, are you ready for my other segment? Yeah. Quiz. Feel free to join in. Thank you. <gasps> quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 quiz. We're going to ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 quiz. Going to ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? How blue you a kiss. Right, this is, quest- this is quiz book two, quiz one. Oh, yes. Right. How many times this week has Hedwig woken Vernon? Three. Correct, sir. What word, question two, yes. does Vernon use to describe Harry's wizard blood? Your abnormality. Perfect. Mm-hmm. What does Harry not miss about Hogwarts? He doesn't miss the potions, Master Snape. <laughs> <laughs> what does Harry sing to himself in this chapter? Happy birthday. <sighs> what? Question yeah. five. Yeah. I'm not even told you what the prize is. Uh, oh, yeah, what is the prize this week? Uh, the prize is uh, you can tell me any secret about yourself and I won't judge you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's exciting. I mean, I might purposely get this wrong now because I don't want to reveal <laughs> Question yeah, five. Yes. What fake spells does Harry do? He does uh, jiggery pokery, yeah. hocus pocus, <laughs> and squiggly wiggly. My boy, you've gone and done it! Hey! On the quiz, um, you can tell me off air or you can tell me on air. I'll tell you on air. Don't judge me for this. Go on. Uh, but I've never liked you. <laughs> oh, that's not right. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, that is the prize. You, you know? are not allowed to judge me or judge treat him. me in any way. That has been the Can I tell third. you another secret? Come. I was joking. I love you. Oh. <gasps> quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 quiz. Ooh, gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? And now it's time for popular segments, Hedwig's Droppings. We're not referring to owl poo, we're not referring to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we refer to Hedwig's Droppings. Mm. Oh, now we have got a sack full. Do you know what I love about that theme tune? What? The, the use of the word referring. Yes. It doesn't sound clunky at all, does it? It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> referring, that's why I always want to sing along. Referring, referring, referring. referring. <laughs> if you want to keep referring in the Hedwig's Droppings jingle, <laughs> tweet us, hashtag keep referring. <laughs> or if you want us to get rid of it, Hashtag trash referring. <laughs> Hashtag try harder, boys. <laughs> <laughs> now then, we've got a lovely sack full of messages for Hedwig's Droppings this week. The first week of the second book. Now, we've had a message on Instagram from Elizney, who says she, she was under a bit of a misconception. She says, I'm quite sad that I've finished the podcast. Is this like a Netflix series? Do we have to wait a year before coming back for round two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you're listening now, Elizabeth, you'll already know we're going straight through. Yeah. We're not having any breaks. We're just battering through this uh, seven-book series. Mm. So no worries. And she does ask a very interesting question yeah, about yeah. book one and book two. Tell me now. She says, who do you think is the bigger threat? Voldemort and Quirrell in book one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or memory Tom Riddle in book two? What do you reckon? Uh, Quirrell, because he's a, a form, a human man, not, yeah. not a piece of paper. <laughs> no. I, well, see, I think book two is probably more, there's actually genuinely more danger. Because if you think about book one, knowing what's going to happen, Quirrell's never going to defeat Harry because he can't touch him. But. I think Harry will be more scared about Voldemort and Quirrell than Tom Riddle. Yeah, yeah. He's only 12 Mm. years old. Yeah, yeah. And he's got that... And I think the second book does seem more dangerous, though, because of the basilisk. Because you can't Mm. even look at it. That would scare me. Mm. Would you be scared by a basilisk, Tom? No. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Mr. Billy Big Bollocks You can't look at it, otherwise what? You You die. Do you? Yeah. Have you seen, read the books? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Elizabeth, for your question. Now, we've also had a message from Summer Cooper on Facebook. Hello, Summer. Mm. She says, I love the first book. Looking forward to the second one. Now, she asks, what do you think the teachers at Hogwarts get up to during the summer holidays? Yeah. And if you could go with one of them, which one would it be? Mm. If you could join a teacher on some summer holidays. Well, what do you reckon Snape does? He's got, how long has he got? Six weeks? Eight weeks? He's got six weeks, maybe a bit longer. And I think he always goes back to Bradford. Back to Bradford, <laughs> yeah, sees his mum and dad. He <laughs> li- lives in his terrace. Um, I mean, I assume a lot of the Hogwarts teachers just stay there and live at Hogwarts. I can't imagine Professor Flitwick going, 
interrailing over the summer holidays or no I, I, I reckon Professor Flitwick has got a very small house that, that is perfect for him do you oh, know yeah. what I mean there's one in uh, near where I'm from in Conway is the smallest house in Britain yeah and you can go and visit it and it's a tiny red house and it's got two rooms the downstairs, which has got the stairs in it. Yeah, yeah. And then a little bedroom and a fisherman used to live there. Oh, so it was me- It was actually, it wasn't just one of these Welsh tourist traps. No, no, it was a genuine, <laughs> I mean, it is a tourist trap now, but it was a genuine house. And it was probably about half the size, in half the size of this room, the same height on two floors. Mm. The house, and it's the smallest house in Great Britain, and it's on the Conway, uh, like the uh, marina. And no one lives there now. No, no, it's just a tourist thing. You can. Well, I'm guessing because of the uh, worldwide pandemic, that little house has been sat vacant for a long time now. It has. I think it's only right that they get someone in there. Professor Flitwick. No, maybe a homeless person. Maybe, maybe someone uh, as a punishment. You know, like maybe. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe someone who would find it awful, throw them in there. Oh, yeah. If they've committed a crime, of course. <laughs> and I sentence you <laughs> to six weeks in the smallest house in Great Britain. No! <laughs> Send me in jail! <laughs> so, yeah, so who would you... Summer holidays, you've got to pick one teacher. Who are you spending it with? Uh, Snape. Snape, just yeah. to see what he gets up to. How about you? Mm. That would intrigue me, but then I think it would... <laughs> Snape's it... taken, you're not invited. Oh, hey, that's no good. I'm taking over responsibilities. I'm bandaging his legs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got to be... I think Dumbledore is very fascinating. It's probably an obvious answer, but I think... What's Dumbledore doing over the six-week holidays? Yeah. I want to know, and I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much. Now, it wouldn't be Hedwig's droppings without a lovely question (laughs) from Kevin Caswell-Jones. KCJ. KCJ on Twitter. Now, he obviously last week was uh, the final chapter of book one, and Mm -hmm. he's had a bit of a think about Voldemort and Quirrell. Scratching that noggin. Scratching that noggin. He says, spare a thought for Voldemort (laughs) every time Quirrell... that's a beautiful turn of phrase. Spare a thought for Voldemort. Voldemort. Nice bloody propaganda poster, that, isn't it? Hey, that'd be good. To get uh, more Death Theaters on side. Spare a thought for Voldemort. (laughs) Oh, I never thought about it that way. Mm, Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps Voldemort, you know, (laughs) we're looking at him. He's not so bad after all. But go on. Hey, I love it. Uh, now, he's a spare a thought for Voldemort. Yeah. Every time Quirrell went for a shit. What J.K. <laughs> Rowling fails to enlighten us on is whether Quirrell was an advocate of the quick in and out or a good half an hour with a well-thumbed copy of Broom Trader. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm imagining Voldemort is not going to want to stare at the back of the toilet while he's having a poo. Well, he doesn't unbandage to... You know. Do you think he unbandages it and then, like, <laughs> while he's having a shit, Voldemort can just, like, go onto a cushion <laughs> and wait? <laughs> Maybe just opens a window and Voldemort looks out. <laughs> like Hedwig, he just gives him like 10 minutes to fly around for a yeah, bit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or the other idea I had was if he like sits on it facing the system. You know, like, uh, I don't know, a cool teacher sits what, on a why chair. Why would that make any difference? Because then Voldemort can look at the lovely Hang bathroom. On. What cool teachers at your school are sitting on the toilets backwards? Not on the toilets, <laughs> like they sit on a chair. You know, they're like, hey, I'm one of the cool teachers and they sit on a chair. They straddle it. <laughs> I'm imagining Quirrell doing that. And then Voldemort can look at, I don't know, like a, 
uh, a word search or uh, mm. a cool teachers paper. didn't do that at my school my school they sat under the table did they <laughs> <laughs> tickling our legs <laughs> <laughs> so there we go thank you very much Kevin Caswell Jones now a lot of people are looking forward to book two. Oh! oh! as I know we are as well we put a post <laughs> out saying what are you looking forward to now Simon Heath on Facebook has on said Heathy. where to start he says we get to meet Malfoy's dad yeah, yeah. and realise maybe why Malfoy is how he is I know mm-hmm. we're looking forward to that However, he says the best part of the book is Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh! What a great character. And Hunter Bev on Twitter agrees. She says, I personally cannot wait to hear your thoughts on Lockhart. I've gathered that Tom enjoys a weirdo, and he certainly is that. Thank you, Hunter Bev. (laughs) I know we're both looking for that. But Abby Allen on Facebook says she wants more updates on the mould, of course. Oh, Abby, have you got some surprises in store? (laughs) Hey, you wait and see. And the final letter we've had in today is from James Stinton on Ooh, Facebook. Okay. Now, he is very critical. Now, let me see your book. Where's your Chamber of Secrets? Yeah, yeah. He's very critical of the cover of this new book because of the ridiculous spoilers on the front. Yeah. He says, is that really the cover? I know it's a 20-year-old book with multiple releases in an array of media. However, that is a straight-up spoiler right there on the front. For those who don't know, the new cover is Harry, sword in hand, basilisk behind him, with that uh, phoenix about to be bitten by the basilisk. Yeah, and the basilisk has even got blood coming out of his eyes. Ra- so Yeah, rather than the old um, book, two twerps <laughs> in a car flying who don't really look like Harry and Ron. No, they look middle-aged, don't they? That bloke. Um, now, so, yeah, we agree with you, James. No, I don't agree with you. You don't. You don't. I like that. You like, you like... I like the artwork more, but yeah, I do I agree like that. that it's spoiling the, uh, I don't the end of the so. book. I don't like... No, no, that doesn't matter. I think... Um, <laughs> say, if you're reading that for the first time, you're probably a kid. Yeah. And kids aren't clever enough to, like, work that out. And kids need that visual to understand how big the basilisk is. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, so. no, if you disagree, what? you disagree. All right, I disagree with you. I think it is a big thing. And, uh, and you know, on the back it's got Dobby. I, think I might rip that back off. Yeah. There we go. All right, thanks very much, James, and everyone who's messaged in. And if you haven't messaged in and you've got a question for us, please send them in. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just search for Pottervision, you'll find us. Or you can go to pottervision.com and fill in the chat function on there. Mm. Pottervision. <sighs> this has been the Pottervision podcast. It was chapter one of the second book, The Worst Birthday. Please join us for next week. It's episode 19 and it's chapter two, Dobby's Warning. <gasps> I've been Tom Lawrenson. I've been Lucas Kirkby. Uh, this has been the Potter Vision podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can go to pottervision.com. The music was by Jack Evans. Evans. And that's everything from us. Goodbye. <laughs>